podcast on sportstalk.ie. I'm joined today by Denise O'Flaherty and Jerk and to preview, of course, the ladies' football and the camogie action from last weekend. Welcome, ladies. Hi, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. We'll take a look at the people between Jordan's senior camogie champs with Group 1 first. First game up was Clare, 12 points, or Waterford, 111. Um, Sure, Waterford securing their place in the quarter final for the first time. Yeah, um, great result for Waterford. Uh, beating Clare, it was a very close game. Um, the final score was Clare 12 points, and um, so a two point win for Waterford. Beth Martin was the star of the show, scoring. Um, she got Waterford off to a great start, and they had won four scored in the first 15 minutes. But uh, Clare quickly settled, and so only got five points. Um, she. 10 in total, but she scored 5 in the first half. So half-time Waterford led by a goal of 1-5 to 5 points. Um, from then on, it was very close. Um, um, it was tit for tat really in scores, but Waterford held out for famous. So this came into an all-around quarter-final um, in two weeks' time for the first time ever in their history. Um, so a brilliant result for them. Um, very close game. Hard-fought win for Waterford, and they'll be delighted now going forward. The second game on Sunday in Group 1, Kilkenny 117, Galway 13 points. Galway now off to play Dublin, and obviously the Cats go straight through into a semi-final, Ger. Yeah, Kilkenny and Galway um, had another tough battle. Um, they're great rivalries, rivals down through the years. Uh, Kilkenny came through this time winning 117 to 13 points. Um, Denise Gaw scored 1-8, and Michelle Quincy got player of the match. Um, Galway got off to a good all had points on the scoreboard and put Galway into the lead but Kilkenny fought back and they led a half time then 9 points to 7 um, so a close enough game but then on the 41st minute Shelley Farrow was fouled and Denise Gall stepped up and scored a penalty and Galway weren't able to bridge that gap then um, as Kilkenny stretched their lead uh, Carrie Dolan uh, a player I think we spoke about a few weeks ago a young player took out for she had a good few scores for Galway but it wasn't enough and Kilkenny ran out worthy winners 117 to 13 points so Kilkenny topped the group and go straight into an All-Ireland semi-final Galway face Dublin the All-Ireland quarter-final We're going to take a look at the Liberty Insurance Senior Community Championship Group 2 also on Sunday Cork 618 to Offaly's 314. Offaly Carter on Dyna Kilkenny in the semi final after this big, huge win, of course, with 16 different scorers. Yeah, look, continuing. Um, there are great performances in the group campaign, massive wins in every game so far, and another comprehensive victory over Offaly. Um, Offaly had a huge task going into this game. They needed to beat Cork and they needed other results to go their way as well. But, um, I suppose the result was never really in doubt. Despite Arlene Watkins getting three goals for Offaly, uh, Cork, as you said, had an array of scores. Aoife Murray not only scored a penalty, but she also saved the penalty. Nathan McCarthy had a goal. Julia White had two goals. Orla Carter and Katrina Mackey also goals. So they ran out um, very convincing winners. Six goals and 18 points. Offaly's three goals and four points. Um, I suppose maybe the only concern for Paddy Murray as they wait, um their semi-final would be that he hasn't really had a tough game all year. They've been you know, teams maybe have stuck with them for 20 minutes or had patches here and there, but overall they've had very um, convincing wins. They've played, they've won all their games now, and they played five games, won all five of them, and their score difference is massive and everything. So they're they're sitting pretty there atop of Group One, and uh, we'll be waiting the results of the quarterfinals to see who they're meeting in the semi-final.
The next game was Dublin, 13 points, a Tipperary 13. Um, a Tipperary finishing ahead of Dublin on scoring difference in this game. Yeah, so this was a very entertaining game. There was a lot riding on this uh, result. See, it was in the second behind Cork. Um, and half-time, Dublin led by a point, six points to five. Dublin got off to a good start. They scored from Eamon McCarthy and Eve Gannon, uh, while Faye McCarthy had to pull off a save in the first half. Uh, Tipperary then responded with points from Cleveland Mahar, Grace O'Brien caught the van um, but Dublin still led at half time by one point and then Dublin started second half brilliantly and they had scores from Mary Minahan and Ian McCarthy again and they rushed into a five point lead ten points to five and Tipperary management then rung the changes Sarah Foley and Miriam Campion both came off the bench and they were very successful substitutes to make Miriam Campion got two points while Sarah Friday got a point and suddenly the comeback was on um, caught the van who was brilliant throughout again and is the championship top scorer at the moment um, narrowed Dublin's lead and just in injury time then she scored a point to draw the game so 13 points all to finish a cracking game and Tipperary just finished ahead of Dublin uh, in the group on score difference um, so they had five wins uh, one draw and a loss um, same as Dublin so they both finished with 10 points but Tiberi just sneaking second points, second spot, sorry, on score difference. The last game of the day then was Wexford, 4-14 to Meads, 1-10. It was a good win for Wexford. Yeah, so I suppose that game was um, the only game that didn't really count um, in terms of, you know, progressing to the next stage with both Wexford and Meads um, hadn't any points, hadn't any wins so far. So Wexford ran out winners there, 4-14 to 1-10 and was back to drawing board now for both these teams um, and they have to start planning and getting ready for next year maybe later on in the year but their championship is over now as, and Meath unfortunately um, didn't get any wins in the championship but they'll take heart when they see how Warford are after performing you know Warford aren't long up senior and they've after getting a quarter final spot so Meath definitely can um, you know look forward to next year and um, making improvements and Wexford will be disappointed I suppose finishing uh, just ahead of me in that in that group and fifth in the group overall and uh, it's a poor campaign for them and, but I suppose they are going a bit, through a bit of a transition and they've younger players coming in as some of the older players have retired now so they have a bit of rebuilding to do on Wexford We're going to take a look at the Liberty Insurance Intermediate Camogie Championship in Group 2 on a Saturday and from 4.17 with a good win there over Kildare one twelve. Um I was surprised that result actually when you think that couldn't feel the team to come down to Brary. Um so a good result for them. Uh, a big result then was Galway against Westmead. Galway bet Westmead one fifteen to seventeen points. Um so that was a one point win and the Galway and Tipperary now have qualified out of that group even with one round of games to play. Uh, Tipperary and Kilkenny fought a very uh, close game uh, in Kilkenny with Tipperary came away with three points win- three point winners despite uh, a, go- a late goal from Lydia Fitzpatrick they Tipperary led two, or won 2-13 to 2-10 so at the moment I went Tipperary on top of that group at 10 points each um, and even though there's around the game still to play nobody can catch it now next is Kilkenny and Westmead are both on six points so if they get wind at the weekend, they'll only finish with nine points. So Galway and Tipperary are going to get out of that group and they're true to the Ireland semi-final. 
that was a look at the Intermediate Championship. We're just going to call out some results from the other games. Liberty Insurance Premier Junior Camogie Championship in Group 1 on Saturday it was Kerry 115, Limerick 8 points. Also Offaly 1-9 to Clare's 11. And in Group 2 of the Premier Junior Camogie Championship, it was Roscommon 5 points, Dublin 2-9. We've a week's break now in the Camogie and the Liberty Insurance Senior Camogie Championship and we'll have obviously the quarterfinals on the 4th of August, which we can talk in next week's podcast. Yeah, so two massive quarterfinals coming up in two weeks' time. Uh, it's off to Parky Cueve for Tiberi and Waterford uh, in the online quarterfinal at half five. And then at quarter past seven, it's the meeting of Dublin and Galway. And I said earlier, Cork and Kenny both have their groups, so they'll be uh, interested spectators at that game to see who they'll meet in the online semi-final. So um, very interesting quarterfinal pairings. We're going to take a look at the ladies' football now. The TT Car All-Ireland Senior Championship was on the weekend. On Saturday, in Group 1, Round 2, Donegal 17 points, Tipperary 14. Am I right in saying Tipper out now, Dee? Yeah, Tipperary are out because they've lost to Kerry and now they've lost to Donegal. Donegal won one game, so they're now into the quarterfinals. And it's basically a case of who they're going to play. They play Kerry on the last game to determine who tops the group and then who finishes second. Uh, Grainne McLaughlin kicked 12 points for Donegal in this win, and um, poor old Tipperary now, because of the defeat, they're facing two relegation playoffs, and um, McLaughlin, she kicked eight of her points in the first half, and Donegal led by four at the break, 10 points to six, but there was only three between them, when Ashley Maloney scored her eighth point for Tipperary in the second half, but Donegal were able to reply, and... Um, Maloney scored her ninth point in injury time, but it was too little too late for Tipperary. And as I said, Donegal are into the quarterfinals and Tip now face into relegation playoffs. And we'll know then when the games are over this weekend, then who they're going to be playing in those relegation playoffs. And do you think the relegation playoffs are fair, Denise, after maybe not having good championships? That's the way it's done now. Everyone was kind of saying about the championship, the way they done them into groups, that it, it was very good. You know, you had your runner-up, you had then um, your provincial champions, and then obviously then you had um, a team that finished either in the semi-final or a quarter-final or wherever it was, be it. Um, I suppose for Ulster, the fact that there's so many teams in the senior as well, there's Armagh, there's Cav, and there's... Um, Donegal, there's Monaghan, it's a bit like down in Munster, that they're unfortunate that, you know, those teams are going to find it hard, you know, if they didn't get to a, um, a provincial final. But that's the way it, it's going to be done now. Obviously, Cavan are there as well. It is tough, but it's the way the championship is done now. So, I suppose we just have to get on with it. In Group 2, Round 2, Cork, a huge, comfortable win for Cork. Um, seven points, 7 goals and 7 to Monaghan's 1-9 and 19 points victory. Yeah, and the funny thing about it is, even after this win, Cork feel that, you know, that they, there are areas that they can improve and which is mad, you know, the first half, like Monaghan, fair play to Monaghan, they put up to Cork in the first half, but when the Rebelettes needed to step up a gear, they just done that, you know, Kiro Sullivan scored 2-1 and a player that we tipped as one to watch. Um, young player, Sarah Noonan, she scored a brace of goals too. A Monaghan keeper, Linda Martin, got a consolation goal for her county at the end when she slotted home a penalty. But um, it was just too late to put a bit of a, a gloss on the scoreline. Cork, courtesy of that winner, into the quarterfinals. And 
you know, as I said, it's basically a case of where they finish now, see who they play in the quarterfinals. And um, Monaghan, then, um, more than likely, it all depends on how results go this weekend to see where they finish up um, in the championship and if they face into a, a playoff game or not. And also, we'll have a look at Group 3, Round 2. I suppose Galway is securing their spot also in the quarterfinals. That finished 3-12 to Waterford, 5 points. Kind of one-sided, do you think? Yeah, and um, it was a winning start to Galway. You know, all the provincial champions were out of the weekend. So they wanted to show what they were made of. Very much one-sided, as you said. Um, I watched this game, and you don't know what the Cork game. And the difference in quality with Cork and Galway, no disrespect to Monaghan or Waterford, but um, you know the the difference was there. Leanne Cohen, Roisin Leonard, and Alva Davern score the goals in the first half for the Connacht champions. Now Galway were basically in control from start to finish. Waterford, you know, didn't open their count until the tenth minute, and even at then they were struggling in the game. And Galway were always ahead, and you know the day should just couldn't eat into that lead. But a very good start for for Galway and. You know, they set out um, a marker um, at the weekend that, you know, they want to be there or thereabouts come September the 16th. Yeah, two big wins, I suppose. And it was great to have them live on TGCAR as well and get get some of the action if people couldn't make them. Also in Group 4, around 2, Cavan, 2.13, Dublin, 5.17. Dublin also now off to quarterfinal stage. Yeah, you know, that's probably the, the way the championship is done. Now, unfortunately, you know, for Cavan, they're out of the championship. Dublin, the first game, they win it, and they're through to a quarterfinal. It's mad that, you know, the four provincial winners came in at the weekend, and the four of them through to um, the quarterfinals. You know, Cavan, I have to say, you know, they put it up to Dublin, but um, Dublin just showed the class. Noel Healy and Laura McGinley scored a brace of goals in the first half for the Dubs. And, um, you know, the early stages, like Cavan did put it up to Dublin, but Mick Mohan's side, side were able to pull ahead and they showed why they are All-Ireland champions. And um, Cavan did come to within a couple of points of Dublin, but Healy's second goal put some distance between the sides. And as I said now, James Daly's side, they look into a, a relegation battle now. Actually, the thing about it is Tipperary, Cavan, um, Monaghan, and Armagh maybe, Monaghan Armagh and Waterford now in there for um, the relegation battle. So the relegation battle will be just as tough and just as exciting as the knockout stages in the Ladies Senior Championship. Of course they will. And we're going to take a look at, that was the Senior Championship that was on the weekend on Saturday. And um, we're going to take a look at the games on Saturday. The TG Carroll Ireland Intermediate Games, Group 4, Round 2, Roscommon, 2-9, Meet Night, I suppose. That goal early in the ninth minute set them on Ross Common on their way. Yeah, and I actually thought, you know, Mead with the win they had the previous game against Fermanagh, I actually thought that, you know, that Ross Common, you know, might find it hard. It was their first game in, but credit to Ross Common, a fantastic win for them. Like Mead would be one of the favourites to win the intermediate title. As you said, you know, Joanne Craig, she got that goal early on, and then Alice Kelly made sure of the win with the goal um, six minutes into the second half. So a fantastic win. That's, um, you know, a win for them in their first game. And it looks like a quarterfinal place then for Roscommon. And then a case of we'd have to see who um, 
are going to come out of there. That's their second game. They've won one. So I think Roscommon have uh, Fermanagh at the weekend. So I think Roscommon should win that and um, top the group. So it'll be interesting to see who they'll get in the quarterfinals. And of course, there was another intermediate came on on Saturday in Group 3, Round 2. Clare getting the win over Kildare, finished one thirteen to 12 points. Yeah, good win for the Valor County. Um, Laurie Ryan, she scored the first half goal, and that was the difference between the two sides of the break as Clare led one six to six points. And Kildare made it difficult for them in the second half, but Clare kicked five of the last six points to give them the win, and that was the difference. And a very good start for Clare. I felt that they could actually win this game, and that's exactly what they've done. Kildare won this intermediate a couple of years ago, but um, struggled a little bit, and um, a fantastic win for Clare, and a good start to the championship for them. Of course, and there were all the games on Saturday in the TG Car Championship. On Sunday, July 22nd, uh, there was the intermediate championship on in Group 1, Round 2. A huge win for Leash, 7-16 to Longford's 1-9, I suppose. Looking at that one, Dee, it kind of seemed like the game was over before half-time. Yeah, um, I knew Longford were going to struggle in this game. And then, you know, things were really bad for them. They had only 17 that topped out. You know, there's um, problems at the moment in Longford trying to get players to play and different issues. So it was always going to be tough for them. So, and I said a few weeks ago, you know, I don't like saying it, but I think it's going to be a battle for them to stay in the intermediate um, Kira Langton scored 2-1 for the Leicester Champions Leash, Emma Lawler scored 1-4 and Michelle Farrell Longford's best player and the player that they can always depend on to get scores, she got their consolation goal but listen it was over at the break, you know, Leash were very much in control at half time, I think they scored 4 goals in the first half so it was a matter of Longford probably trying to have damage limitation in the second half but unfortunately they weren't able to do that and do you think there's something that can be done about this only 17 girls talking out? That's very disheartening for them. Like, Yeah, it's just that they're not getting numbers ever since the start of the year. We just haven't been able to get numbers even for training. Um, last week, seven of the panel um, had pulled out over a player welfare issue and got to do with fixtures. And a uh, championship fixture has been um, fixed for, for just days after um, the girls are playing in a championship game and you know then at the last minute a few of them decided that they'll talk out for Longford but still you know if those players hadn't talked out Longford wouldn't have had a team for Sunday's game so um, I don't know what has happened in Longford two years ago they won the All-Ireland Junior last year yeah it was tough but they really gave it a good shot last year and then to me they won Division 4 under James Daly and they won the playoff against um Limerick really comprehensively down in Banner, but this year just really struggles. You know, only for Leitrim pulled out of the last game. You know, Longford would have been in trouble themselves, and Leitrim would have played a relegation battle in Division Three and the Championship. It's just hasn't gone well at all. And the 11th of August, they face into a relegation playoff. Well, that's unfortunate, I suppose. But hopefully, things will look up, and maybe more girls will be more inclined to join and stuff. Also on Sunday in Group 2, Round 2, Wicklow, 3-18, Offaly, 2-11. It looked like a good game, Dee. Yeah, and um, Wicklow fell to a really hard defeat to Tyrone in the first game. Now, I thought Wicklow would have given Tyrone a bit of a game, but Tyrone showed their class in that game. So it was vital for Wicklow to make um, 
make a good start in this game and to actually get a, a win and that's exactly what's done. And um, awfully though, fair play to awfully, awfully come back into the game even though Wicklow had a good start, you know, two goals from Sarah Kill brought um, awfully back into the game but Wicklow then were able to pull ahead with Maeve Deeney and Amy Murphy scoring second half goals for them. So a very good win for Wicklow, for awfully, you know, that was the first game out, a defeat and they got a tough game at the weekend. They faced Tyrone in Mullahorn on Sunday. Of course, and we won last game that was on Sunday in Group 3, Round 2. I suppose Wexford securing their spot in the last eight. We win over down 219 to 3 points. Be Looking at this, this looks very disheartening for them. Yeah, you know, that's another one-sided um, scoreline. You know, in the last two weeks, we've had very one-sided scorelines in the championship. And I said before, I know it's a tier championship and it's different compared to the men's where we say about it's one-sided and there should be tiered but even as as it stands it's extremely one-sided in these championships and I'm wondering should we have more in junior you know I'd love to have seen Longford you know competing intermediate but this year I just felt they just weren't able to and they should have been in junior down the same when you look at Down's results and even Down's results in the Ulster Championship they were heavily defeated in Ulster as well Um, goals on each half for Wexford from Ashley Murphy and Ellen O'Brien saw, you know, them get an easy win over down. And as you said, they're true to the quarterfinals now. Wexford, you know, won Division 3 and have quietly gone about their business. And uh, they'll fear no one now in the, the last days of the championship. Down then, obviously, have uh, uh, to think now of um, a relegation playoff more than likely for themselves. Of course, that was last weekend's action in the TG Car Intermediate and senior championship and we've also more action to look forward to this weekend as we take a look ahead this Saturday 28th of July we have All-Ireland Senior Championship in Group 4 Round 3 at 1 o'clock in Dr Hyde Park of course we have Dublin and Mayo this is going to be some game like imagine this is the game you have in the early stages of the championship and I suppose in some ways this is what makes the group stages so good when you think of the last minute game or the last round games and how vital they are and the fact that they're big games. This is part of a double header as well. The winners top the group and um Galway more than likely will top the other one. So it's a case of if um Mio come first, they avoid Galway. If they come second, they'll obviously face their old nemesis from Collect in the quarterfinals. And uh, both sides, you know, had good wins over Cavan. And we don't know if Mio will have their players back or not, or not. You know, it seems to be there's mediation at the moment there. Um, and I, and I, I am wondering, is it a bit of a distraction? You know, we thought that against Cavan and fair play to Mio, they went out and done the business. But this is still hanging on. They're still talking around, will Cora Staunton and the other players come back? So, you know, kind of maybe takes a bit away from the girls as they're focusing on this huge game. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I would have said, you know, Dublin win this game but I don't know I just feel the Mio could cause them damage even without Coruscant and the other players I just felt they played with um, played with a real style and they played with a freedom against Cavan in their opening game you know Dublin 5-17 a fantastic score against Cavan last time out but they conceded 2-13 so that's going to be interesting how Dublin or Dublin's defenders will cope with a potent Mio forward line um, it's a really hard one to call, and I'm really I'm just going to sit on the fence in this one. Quite interesting, and it is going to be a cracker of a game. And 
You mentioned it was part of a double header, and the second game is also going to be one worthy of watching in the All Ireland Senior Championship in Group One, Round Three at three o'clock in Dr Hyde Park. We have Kerry and Donegal. Yeah, and the winner of this game obviously tops the group. Both sides had good wins over Tipperary, and um, I just, you know, Donegal probably were made work a little bit harder by Tip for their win. Kerry had a very good win in the opening game, but you know maybe the fact that Kerry haven't had a game in two weeks and Donegal have had the game last weekend and it's kind of fresh for them that it might give them the edge in this game. But um, you know, a fantastic game of football and it's great to see. You know, whoever loses this, you know, don't be disheartened because they're still in, in a championship. But you know, more than likely you'll be facing Cork in an All Ireland quarter final. But it's great to have these games so early in the championship and so early in a group stage. So like they're not even at a knockout stage. So, like, you know, they still have a chance in the championship. But, um, you know, it gives the team, whoever wins on, on Saturday, it gives them a good chance. It gives them a good lift for the rest of the championship. Yeah, of course it does. That'll be two good games in Dr. Hyde Park on Saturday. Another double header, of course. Uh, All-Ireland Senior Championship in Group 3, Round 3, obviously, in Dugan Park. First up is Westmead and Galway. Yeah, um, you know, it's uh, kind of a it's a handy enough uh, game for Westmead and Galway down in Ballinasloe. Two sides that have already um, played in the Championship. And, you know, with Westmead's win over Waterford, they're now into the quarterfinals. So it's basically a case of who is going to top the group. I just think, you know, Galway just showed their their class last weekend, you know, was need, you know, wasn't until the end when they were able to get the result against um, Waterford and Waterford really did put it up to them. But like, as I said, we, sh- we saw on Saturday what Galway are capable of. I just think they'll have too much for Westmead and I tip uh, the, the tribes women to win that game. Clear heading for Galway there. And of course, in the second game, at 3.45 in group two, round three, we have Cork and Armagh. Yeah, this is a huge game for a man. It's a real test for them. And, you know, the scary thing is we saw Cork on Saturday that, you know, Efi Fitzgerald and even James Master said to me that they can improve. And, you know, scored 7-7 and they can still improve. And we know that Cork can actually get better. So uh, this is going to be a scary one for a man. Listen, our man will put, a fo- put it up to them. You know, they'll fight. They're an Ulster side, you know. But I just think that Cork, you know, they've got quality all around. And Cork will want to make a good start for themselves, you know, with the championship coming out, you know, with everyone else, you know, uh, playing this weekend. I think this is where we're going to see the real contenders for the crown. And I just think the Cork will be too strong for Armagh. And I think it'll be uh, Galway and Cork to win that double header down in um, Ballinasloe. Oh, and of course, we've also two junior games on uh Saturday in Group A round two we've Loudon Kilkenny and of course in Group B round two we've Derry and Limerick. Yeah, Loud, as I said, are one of the favourites for the junior title I said it earlier on, and I just think they'll have too much for Kilkenny and they should have no problem on Saturday. The next game, Derry and Limerick, is going to be a, a tough one because uh, Derry were beaten by Carlo last day out and that was a bit of a surprise. And now they have a chance to redeem themselves on Saturday with a win. And I think they might just do it. But um, Limerick aren't a bad side. Now, they've played Munster Intermediate Championship this year because there's only, obviously, two teams in the Intermediate Championship down in Munster. And they were beaten by Clare in the final. But um, I think they'll pull it up to um, Jerry. But I think Jerry might just edge this one. 
the fall Saturday games in the junior and senior. And of course, on Sunday, we have a jam-packed weekend of football. Yeah. Sunday in the All-Ireland Junior, we'll start with the junior group one around two weeks. Antrim and London at half 12 in Mosbury Park. Yeah, and there was a time, you know, when I would have said Antrim to win this game easy. You know, a couple of years ago, Antrim were very strong at junior, but they've struggled in recent years. And I just think that London will be too strong for them. So I think um, the Exiles will come away with a win in that game. Right, okay. And also, we have, that was the only junior game on Sunday. Now we're looking at intermediate, All-Ireland Intermediate TG Car Championship in Round 3, Group 1, Leash and Sligo. Yeah, this is going to be a very interesting game because the winner of this game tops the table. Um, both sides easily saw the challenge of Longford and Leash were very impressive in their win last Sunday. Um, they had a good Leinster championship, you know. I thought Wicklow might actually win Leinster, but it was Leash that done it. And I just feel that, you know, that they will have too much for Sligo, so I'm tipping Leash to come uh, out on top in that game. Part of a double header, of course, and in Group Three, Round Three at three forty-five, in Kildare is Down and Kildare. Yeah, um, poor Owl Down. You know they got a, a hammering last weekend against Wexford. Um, Wexford beat Kildare the first time out, but I just think Kildare are a good side. You know they probably feel that they haven't performed as well as they should have in this championship. So I just think that. Kildare might have a bit too much on Down. You know, Down just have been struggling at the moment, and I just think Kildare can come through that game. There's also another double header to look forward in the All Ireland Intermediate Championship in Group 2, Round 3. First up is Ottilie and Tyrone. Yeah, I'm actually going to this game in Mullerhorn as if I don't have enough local games to uh, contend with the weekend. I'm going to this doubleheader. I'm sure Mullerhorn is just out the road for me as well in Cavan. Um, Tyrone sent out an early warning when they beat Wicklow in the first game. They were very impressive. Awfully battled hard against Wicklow the last day out, but lost out in the end. And I just think Tyrone will probably do the same to Offaly. Offaly will want to, you know, put in a good performance to do it against Wicklow. And it's a case of, um, you know, trying to see how well they can compete in it. Um, because more than likely they'll be into a, an All-Ireland a relegation uh, playoff. So I just think Tyrone will be too strong for them in this game. And of course, in the double header, we have three forty-five. Ross Conan and Fermanagh at the intermediate game as well. Yeah, um, both had differing results in their opening games. Fermanagh were comprehensively beaten by Meath, while Roscommon had a very good win over Meath, um, and that'll give them the confidence going into this game. Um, I don't know, um, Fermanagh, you know, with, with that win a few weeks ago, I just thought maybe they're another team that, you know, we might have a, a good, strong junior championship if teams like Fermanagh uh, and Longford, you know, went, went back down there, maybe awfully, no disrespect to those teams, but, you know, they just struggled this year in the championship. Um, Ross, you know, Ross Common, as I said, really good win over Meath, and, you know, we were looking at Meath and Tyrone for this intermediate, but Ross Common have definitely um, sent out a warning to other teams that, you know, watch out for them, you know, they won the first intermediate championship in Connacht this year, and, um, the, you know, they've been decent enough in the league, so I just think that um, they should have no problems on Sunday and uh, definitely um, win easily in this game. Win easily, right. 
We've won that game just for the weekend in round three, group three. It's Clare and Wexford. Yeah, this will be a, an interesting game. Um, both of them played um, Kildare. Um, both of them had, had a fine win over Kildare. Um, they're two unbeaten sides as well. So something has to give in this game. So um, Clare had a very good win over the weekend over Kildare, while Wexford, you know, had an easy win over Down. And I just think that Wexford might have a bit, you know, you know, that they just have a, a very good all-round side. You know, I think that with the championship this year as well in Leinster, they've played stronger teams. No disrespect to Clare, you know, they just played Limerick down in Munster, whereas Wexford have had good games coming into this All Ireland series, and I think that that could stand to them. And I think Wexford can come out in this game. Great, that's a jam-packed weekend of games. I just want to give a mention to what's live on TG Car the weekend. On Saturday, um, the Senior Championship, at 1pm we have a live coverage of Dublin and Mayo and Dr. Hyde Park, which is absolutely great to see, Denise. And also we have live on uh, TG Car's YouTube channel is Donegal and Kerry, and also they'll be showing deferred coverage of that at 7pm that evening. But it's so important that TG Car are doing covering these games, Denise. Although it's absolutely brilliant, you know, um, I would love to have went to the games at the weekend, but unfortunately at the soccer match, I just thought it'd be just too much hassle kind of rushing back for it. So I was able to sit down, relax and watch those games. And, um, you know, the football on show, you know, Cork in the second half were just phenomenal. Then Galway followed it up. I think the game of the championship, you know, we're talking about the Super 8s and the men's, but we've already had some fantastic games in the ladies. And I think the game of the championship, no disrespect to all the other teams, is going to be Dublin and Mayo. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game. You know, it's great to see that it's part of a double header as well. Like, as we said before, the double headers are brilliant because it brings in more supporters. Um, it gives more of an atmosphere as well to the teams, you know, instead of playing if, in smaller venues as well because it gives them a chance to play in bigger venues. And, you know, Dr. Hyde Park has got the double header this weekend. Balance Law, Great Ground has got a double header as well in the senior championship so it's great to see so um i hope that people actually do go out to live matches and get a chance but if they don't that they sit down and uh, watch the football and see what the ladies um have to offer great credit has to go to tg carter for what they're doing of course i'm sure i'll have it on my laptop above in croke park for the all ireland hurling semi-finals i'll be sneakily watching it above also i just want to pay mention to um the new campaign that the liberty insurance are doing for the camogie so it's called Go Together, and basically it's trying to get people, I suppose, seats on or bums on seats above at the match on All Ireland Final Day. So they've made this thing. It's called Go Together. You can check it out at www.gotogether.ie. Their manifesto is kind of like Go because your kids don't stay kids forever. Go because you'll still remember that your mom and dad will have taken you. Go because you've never been before or because you've never missed them before. It's really an amazing. Um, I suppose, campaign that they've done in order to get more people attending the Camogie Championship, which is great. So check it out on the website. It's gotogether.ie, obviously, by Liberty Insurance and the Camogie Association, which you can also use the hashtag gotogether. You can check in when you're at the games by using it, and you can buy your tickets on gotogether.ie as well. So that's a great initiative taken by the uh, Camogie as well. Also, the likes of Lidl and stuff do great stuff for the ladies, but this is just a new campaign brought out by the Camogie Association. Also, if you want to head over to our Instagram at sportstalk.ie, you can play our new Instagram game. 
you can pick and choose between who do you think is going to win the weekend. You can see who do you think is going to win Dublin and Mayo. Get three points for a right answer and two if you're wrong. So head over and play the game. It's great crack and we keep an eye on the scores and there's loads of prizes on show at the end for playing. That is it from us this week on sportstalk.ie. Thanks to Denise O'Flaherty and, of course, Dirk and Anne for their expertise, knowledge on ladies' football and camogie championship. We'll be back next week.